Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get the commercial appeal on your smartphone or tablet. Breaking news, sports, podcasts, and more. And it's all in the palm of your hand. Go to iTunes or the Google Play Store for your free download. The following is a CA original. They're not going to rook us. Take that for data. This is the Grizzlies podcast with the only beat writer the Memphis Grizzlies have ever known, Ron Tillery. The Grizz get a much-needed postseason win over the Spurs last night, 105-94 to at FedEx Forum, and get their first victory in the opening round of the playoffs. But they still trail the series 2-1. I'm Forrest Goodman, guest hosting for Ron Tillery. We'll hear from him later on on this show. But last night, it was quite a turnaround for a team that lost two at San Antonio, which led to the now-famous post-game rant by Coach David Fisdale on Tuesday. Last night, Fisdale, not to be rooked, put Zach Randolph back in the starting lineup. Zebo was fantastic. It just matters so much to him, you know, and the guy's been through so much this year personally, um, and he's made um, the biggest sacrifices. And whether he's starting for me or coming off the bench, he's just been fantastic, and I'm just uh, I'm very happy that I got a chance to coach Zach Randolph. 21 points and eight rebounds for Zebo last night. His teammate Mike Conley liked what he saw. Well, it's fun to see him succeed. It's fun to see him do the the things he's accustomed to doing. Um, he's done it for so many years here, and um, it was almost like he was like a secret weapon tonight. And uh, we finally unleashed him, and uh, man, he he really changed the game. Um, hopefully, changed the series and gave us some confidence. Speaking of Conley, he had 24 points and eight assists in the win. Now, what's different now for Conley compared to game one of the series when the Spurs readily admitted their goal was to shut him down? The difference now is um, I'm actually looking to, to make p- more plays for guys and then to actually look for my shot. And um, that's making it easier for me to score. Um, you know, they, 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 you know, give me a lot of attention, especially when I drive to the hoop. So um, if I can make plays for guys, get guys open looks, um, keep the ball movement, uh, I think it allows my, my shot opportunities to be a little bit easier. With last night's win, 105-94, the Grizz snap a postseason losing streak, something our Jeff Calkins asked Conley about after the game. I know you weren't part of it last year, but this team had lost nine straight playoffs games and ten straight to the Spurs. Is there a certain, I mean, I don't know if it's a monkey off your back, but now that you've done this, you can focus on beating them in the series. Is there is there a certain relief or joy that comes with winning the damn playoff game? Finally? <laughs> Uh, you can say that, you know, it's, it was good to win. Definitely. Especially against the Spurs. Uh, they've had our number for multiple seasons, especially in the postseason. So, um, any win against them is good, but, um, you know, we were so focused on tonight's game. It wasn't about the last two playoff series we've had against them. It was about tonight and showing that we have heart, showing that we have enough in the tank to to show that we can win and uh, give ourselves confidence and allow us to believe that, uh, you know, we can make this a series. 
Ron Tillery is the only beat writer the Memphis Grizzlies have ever known. You read him at commercialappeal.com. He, of course, is the regular host of this very Grizzlies podcast. He joins us as we look back at last night. A Grizzlies win, Ron, much needed at FedEx Forum to kind of break them out of this postseason funk. Oh, absolutely, because uh, whether it's the Spurs or any other team, if you fall behind in a series of uh, 3 nothing, uh, then it, it's virtually impossible to come back. Uh, I mean, I, I, I know it's happened, but it's rare. Uh, and then the Grizzlies needed this group, uh, needed to, to believe that it can compete with the Spurs. It had done that, uh, Memphis, uh, throughout the regular season, but, you know, they didn't show themselves capable in the first two games because uh, those were pretty – uh, you know, big time losses. So uh, definitely important to get on the board and give the Spurs something to think about. Absolutely. And how about this? We wondered out loud earlier, Zach Randolph, does he still have gas in the tank? He gets reinserted into the lineup last night, scores double digits, grabs eight rebounds, and the guys really seem to feed off of him, especially Mike Conley and Mark Gasol. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, the Grizzlies uh, needed to have a third score step up, and uh, they're 9-2 and two this year when Zach scores 20 points or more. Uh, so that, that was important. Um, and then uh, uh, in addition to that, I think it, it, you're right, it did give uh, the role players mm-hmm. uh, some confidence because, you know, when you look at game three for the Grizzlies, everything that needed to happen happened. Uh, they found a third score in Zach. Um, who's also got, by the way, 21 double doubles this year. So he, he, um, and he leads the NBA with 20 double doubles off the bench. So, I mean, he's always been capable. They just tried to balance their roster. So, uh, I guess another side of this is I don't, I don't think starting him means Fisdale was wrong, uh, Coach Fisdale, uh, for moving Zach to the bench. It's just that, you know, you don't have time to waste. You don't, right. you don't have, uh, uh, I mean, you can't, you can't, you got to fire all your bullets. You can't, you can't take any into the summer. Uh, so it, it was the right move. Oh, I agree with you. I always thought it, it's not about whether you start a game. It's how many minutes you play. And when the game is in crunch time, are you in the game? That's what shows your importance. But I do know this just from keeping up with this team and listening to your Grizzlies podcast throughout the regular season. A starting Zach Randolph seemed to be a happier Zach Randolph for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, he, now, yeah, he he wants to start now. Sure, but but he's he, he's been very mature, very disciplined, and very professional about the whole thing. Has and uh, hasn't uh, made a stink, and uh, and it's it's benefited the team. And then you know, as it relates to this series, I think it's easy to start him because of the matchup. Like Zach doesn't have to chase these uh, stretch fours out to the three point line. He gets to be himself. He gets to bang with LaMarcus Aldridge and Pau Gasol. And we saw in game three where he just abused David Lee. Um, so I think the matchup lends itself uh, to this move as well. I tend to agree with you. Should we expect to see that again tomorrow night at FedEx Forum when they face the Spurs in game four? Well, that's the big question. Like I said, uh, everything that needed to happen happened. And uh, you just wondered uh, – if it'll happen again and, and how much of it was Spurs coach, Greg Popovich kind of pulling the plug uh, early in the third quarter when he benched all of his starters, uh, basically playing against the second line guys. So while Zach's been very good this year, uh, you know, can he come back and, and be just as effective? And then can those role players, Wayne Selden, uh, Andrew Harrison, 
James Ennis, can those guys, um, you know, channel what they brought in, in game three? It's a cliche, but it's true. Role players do tend to play better at home, and they certainly showed up in game three. But But you got to do it again. I mean, there's just no way around it. Sure, absolutely you have to. And you bring up a good point about Popovich and what he did in the second half. And these series is still kind of playing out, I think, how a lot of people expected. I think many of the, the so-called experts said the Spurs would win it probably in five, maybe in six, and the Grizzlies would have a tough time. I mean, heck, Grizzlies are a savage seed in all of this. But still, I think the fans got excited. This is what they needed last night to get them motivated. They were juiced already because of the Fisdale comments earlier this week when he was upset at officiating. They showed up last night, and I really thought they fed off of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not trying to suggest that you got to get – you know, the actual numbers from all of the people we've been talking about sure. in game four. But it's interesting that the series hasn't uh, played out like the regular season series. The regular season, those games were close and won in the last few minutes. You know, the Grizzlies go to San Antonio and get blown out twice. And then, you know, they shock everybody uh, back in FedEx form and blow out the, the Spurs. So um, I'm looking for uh, game four tomorrow to be uh, a much tighter uh, game down the stretch where you have to execute and make plays uh, in order to win it. And with last night's win, no matter what happens tomorrow night, you know you've got to go back to San Antonio now for a game five, at least on Tuesday night, and that's tough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think you're right about the predictions. Uh, I even said Spurs in five, uh-huh. uh, and that and was before uh, Tony uh, was ruled out with the calf injury. Um but yeah, I mean this this thing can get interesting really quickly, and uh, but but it's yeah it's always tough to have to go back uh, to San Antonio. That's why to give yourself the chance to win a series, you just got to play well at home, and, and and again, not having to duplicate the, the actual stats of um, of Game Three for the Grizzlies, giving yourself a chance to be in the game. That's going to take a lot of effort, uh, a lot of concentration. One of the other positive things about this series for the Grizzlies is that they don't turn the ball over. I mean, I think they only had two, three meaningful turnovers uh, in the whole game, and, and a couple came down in, in garbage time. But uh, but that's how you got to play against the Spurs because because they make you pay for every mistake. I did think it was nice, Ron, no matter how the rest of this series turns out, that at least in his postseason debut at FedEx Forum, David Fisdale gets a win. It, it was a nice feather in his cap because it's been a long year. Um you know, Fisdale came into Memphis with a clear plan and a, a vision for what he wanted with this team. And it just seemed like, you know, every step of the way, you know, something would go wrong. And, uh, you know, whether it be Chandler Parsons uh, not being able to start the season, right. then getting hurt again, Mike Conley broke his back. Um, you know, uh, it just seemed like one thing after another, um, you know, Zach lost his mom and had to miss time and, and uh, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a first-year head coach tested as much as Fisdale was uh, over the course of this season. And then think about this. He had, actually had the Grizzlies overachieving at one point, being 10 or 12 games over 500, winning with the, the nasty nine, as he called it. <laughs> so, you know, and then and then so fast forward to game two when he's willing to uh, – to you know, take one for the team with the with the uh, rant against the officials that cost him thirty thousand dollars, and and we saw in the aftermath how much the players appreciated that. So uh, he he is coaching for them and with them, 
And uh, uh, whereas I've seen some coaches that are only interested in, in, you know, what the game means to them, you know. So uh, I, I think there's no question um, he he's genuine, Fisdale, and, um, and honest. And, um, and the only coach I've ever heard to turn a, a noun into a verb when he said, they're not going to rook us. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Tillery, your host of the Grizzlies podcast, of course, the beat writer covering the Grizzlies for the Commercial Appeal. Read his coverage at commercialappeal.com. Before we finish this edition of the Grizz podcast and our special postseason coverage, let's flash back to Tuesday night. Coach David Fisdale was upset over the game, losing the officiating and more. You know, I know Pop's got pedigree and I'm a young rookie, but they're not going to rook us. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. My guys dug in that game and earned the right to be in that game, and they did not even give us a chance. Take that for data. His words became a rallying cry for Grizz fans as last night's game approached. And Fisdale was welcomed to FedEx Forum in his first postseason game at the helm with open arms. It was just an honor. You know, I felt like the, um, you know... The city's been so good to me and my wife, and you know, for them to do that in a playoff game in my first year, it just was really, um, it was pretty cool, you know. Um, I don't take those moments for granted, but it was hard, you know. I had to lock back in because it was time, and uh, but it was it was pretty awesome. I, I want to say thank you to the fans. So, did Coach give the press another rant last night? I ain't going down that road, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that already, you know, I got, I'm begging for my players to pay fines for me and stuff. I don't think that's a good look if I keep going down that road. I was just really happy with the way we competed. I really tried to, once that was done, you know, and I said what I said, I really tried to get our team to move past all of that. Because it's not an out. I didn't want to give them the out either. A lot of what I did was to put pressure on our team to step up. Don't leave your coach hanging uh, for popping off. So uh, they really stepped up for me and uh, competed at a high level. Game four comes tomorrow night, also at FedEx Forum, 7 p.m. tip-off. Our postseason podcast will post Monday morning to recap the weekend and preview game five, which is Tuesday night and moves back to San Antonio. Thanks to beat writer Ron Tillery for giving us some time, and thank you for listening. Keep up with the Grizz podcast at commercialappeal.com or subscribe for free on iTunes. And while on iTunes, make sure you leave a review for the show. I'm Forrest Goodman. So long, everybody. This is the Commercial Appeal.